The Service Evolution Podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, Inc. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. Welcome to Service Evolution, America's premier destination for service industry leaders. We deliver the advice and insight you need to get ahead in your career, learn new skills, and succeed in the competitive world of service. Our podcast features experts from across the country who provide their valuable insight on topics such as branding, strategy building, and customer service. Whether you're just starting out or looking for ways to take your company to the next level, Join us and discover how to make a positive impact today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Mike with Service Evolution, back on the best darn podcast on the planet for the service industry in the world. <laughs> I'm here with my good friends, Jim Robinson. Jim, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, always good to be on the show. Very I love your humility, too. I, the, the introductions are outstanding. I just, listen, I just call it like a Zia, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it is. Uh, we're so excited today because we have Bevan McPherson on and from Inspire Brands, and and welcome to the show, Bevan. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for inviting. Uh, me. We're excited every year. You know, uh, being a part of the service industry, there's always great ways to jump in and and learn new things and meet new people. And you know, we're excited to talk to you, obviously, because. You're the incoming chair for Rivma, and there's all kinds of great stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a deep dive today and talk about that, talk about leadership, what's going on in the restaurant industry. And so I'm excited to, to dive into all that and get some good information and, and share with everyone out there. So it's going to be really cool. Yes. Well, tell us, is a way to get started, if you could tell us a little bit about you and, sure. and, and Rivma, that'd be great. Like, tell us how you became a member. Definitely. No, I'd love to. So a little bit about me. I come from a really small town right outside of Knoxville, born and raised to kind of large family, I guess you could say. I have an older sister, twin brother and younger brother. Humble beginnings for sure. I actually have two sons. One is 22 and he lives with his fiance and their little pup in Knoxville. Nice. And then yes, and uh, oh, she's, she's wild too. <laughs> uh, they're trying to tame her, but you know. And then I have a younger son. He's 17 and he's a junior in high school right now. And then I have two dogs. I have to mention them, of course, two Pomeranians. They're little rambunctious things. Vimo seven and Lucy's four. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I know they're, they are a mess. They were my Instagram like only pictures pretty much. But my career, um, I started off actually in the finance world. I was in credit card processing for about 13 years, and then I moved over, just decided to make a change and moved over to Ruby Tuesday and um, began working as a menu system manager. And, um, you know, I was running some projects, things like that. And one of the VPs actually came up to me and asked if I would be interested in moving over to the facilities department because they needed a financial analyst. And, um, you know, run some projects through that. So, of course, I was like, new challenge. Let's go for it, you know. So that was kind of the introduction, recruitment, if you want to say, um, of getting into facilities. 
for the first time. And once I joined the facilities team, Kevin Carringer was the director at the time. And I reported to Ed Bordelon, but, you know, Kevin was in the office and was just like, you know, you really, really should join RIFMA. And I was like, really, what is that? You know, and my counterparts, you know, had already joined and, you know, along with shadowing them, he said, you know, this is a great way to learn, you know, and just jump in. So, you know, I kind of just dove right in. (laughs) I think that's where we met. I think we met first on the membership committee, huh? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. That was my first year, I think, in Nashville was my first year. So that's been, what was that, 2014, 15? It's been a while. Yeah. Time goes really fast. Not long, though, I guess, uh, in the facilities world. You know, I'm kind of new, if you want to say, but, you know, I just kind of ran through everything really quick. So That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. Facilities, a long time in the facilities. Wow. It's, uh, yeah. (laughs) It's easy to be new. I keep saying I'm new, even though I've yes. been in it since 1985. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just started yesterday. This is great. <laughs> and Everything looking, changes so much, you know. So, I mean, you're always learning, I think. So, that's so the fun thing about it. Speed. So, coming in as the chair right now, mm-hmm. one, how do they lure you in? How do they set that hook <laughs> to drag you in to be that you know, new chairperson? Exactly. Yes. No, you know, I think it's a great opportunity you know, kind of stepping into the facilities world, you know, kind of with RIFMA went hand in hand, you know, I kind of feel like that was just one step. So with that, you know, I quickly started with the committees and calls, you know, peer to peer, peer to partner. And, you know, with all of that and seeing all of that and the opportunities, I wanted to serve, I wanted to give back. And, you know, the RIFMA staff was really encouraging. Every member is super encouraging. And I was nominated to the board of directors um, in 2019. So I got elected. I accepted the nomination and got elected. And, you know, I kind of got to get a peek behind the curtains, you know, as you want to say. And, um, you know, just kind of see you already know they care. But just being in the room and seeing how many people really do care and want to serve. It's just an incredible environment. You know, they all want to give back all the time and just make sure that everybody is getting the most out of the organization, you know, education wise, you know, whether it be on a committee or, or otherwise. So from there, of course, I got nominated to secretary in 2021 and then kind of went to vice chair the next year. So uh, elected as well. So they didn't um, have to drag you in there. They, they, no, they made I kind of volunteered, right? Yes. Huh? And then I could have um, left last year, but because um, you served three mm-hmm. years, but, you know, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to kind of continue the, the serving. You know, I just really feel it's really rewarding, you know, and to see the results of that through the conference, through all the calls and, you know, just seeing the members bring up something in one committee and then just seeing it to fruition is really rewarding. Well, you sound excellent in sales. So anybody coming up <laughs> behind you, they're going to be a shoe in. This is easy. They're not going to be threatened by this at all. This is outstanding. Thank you. I love that. You know, I love that to hear that journey, you know, starting off and serving other people and just giving back to an, you know, any organization really, it makes a huge difference for the organization, but also obviously for us, we get to learn mm-hmm. so much. And one of the things, you know, we talk a lot about leadership here and, 
And so I wanted to ask you, over all the time that you spent in the restaurant industry, what you know, and and really having probably several really great leaders that you work with, was one of the things that you felt you learned that helped you be successful? Sure. You know, like you said, I've been around a lot of incredible leaders, not just working side by side with them, but, you know, being on the board, being in the conference, you know, vendor and restaurant tours. So, you know, it goes both ways and just those partnerships have been incredible and, you know, um, lifelong. But I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is that, you know, personally, success never comes easy. You know, it's always hard work and commitment and any cornerstone of any great company has integrity. And over the years, I've certainly learned that the best friendships and partnerships are when both sides place that as a high priority. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the number one lesson. That's a big one. So nowadays things, things are changing at breakneck speed, of course. What in your in your tenure of the facility service side of things, what what has changed that you would say, wow, that's a big change from then to now? Here's one of those big. What would be one of those things? No, that's a great question, and I think we've all kind of hit that recently. <laughs> um, you know, not only on the <laughs> not only on the technology side, right, but just COVID itself has been a huge change to the industry. It's hit everybody in all different facets, you know, vendor side, restaurateur, manufacturers, everyone. So, you know, I think it's just been a huge shock to the industry, something we didn't expect, you know, labor shortages, manufacturing issues, and the future still holds some challenges. So, you know, I I see us getting out of it slowly, but I think that definitely was a hit that nobody expected. What do you think that climb out is? What it, what does that look like? Maybe six months, twelve months, eighteen months. What what does that I, look like? I see probably another twelve months, just because you know the manufacturers are still trying to get their feet under them. Yeah. You know, and both the restaurateurs and the vendors are just kind of sitting waiting on on that to catch yeah. up. You know, and I think thankfully we're both very understanding on both sides. We're all going through this together, so. Hopefully, we'll get to the other side quicker than we expect. We just get some people working. Right. <laughs> Either that or you just hire a bunch of robots, right? Is that what it is? Right, yes. No, we don't want that. No. We're talking about, <laughs> might need to we were talking about that the other day. Were yeah, you? someone who brought that up, Jen, we were talking about McDonald's being completely automated. Yeah. Yeah. So they got some new automation that it's completely autonomous. There's nobody there. It's completely ran by machines, equipment, computers, and it's probably not the future, but it's definitely something that we've got to look at. There's a portion of automation that's inevitable. A lot of it's existing, and of course, it's going to change even more. I agree, you know, with the labor shortages and everything, you know, you still want that personal touch. Yeah. You know, all those companies out there that have, you know, the way that they treat people when they come through the drive-through or in the restaurant, you know, or, you know, your text, um, that personal touch is everything. But I, I, I can see where you would want more efficiency and quicker service and that can come into play for yeah. sure. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I can, I can see it happening in a, like a fast food place, you know, like, mm-hmm. Like in Spire Brands, you guys have like a bunch of sit down, casual dining, and I I can't see mm-hmm. it happening there. 
Yeah. You know, I do. I will yeah. say this. The other yeah. day I went to have pho. It was raining. And a robot, a robot uh-huh. rolled up and asked me, "Where my way?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa oh what's going gosh. on? This is not like That's a, so you know, this is not a fancy place." Yes. I'm like, uh, <laughs> "This is blowing my mind right now." I think you were wow. star- starring in the Big Bang yeah. Theory. Was that, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it's a new show. I, I know. <laughs> You're being punked. I felt like I was being punked. <laughs> it was a trip. I'm like, I just want some. I just want some fun, man. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was it was an interesting experience. I was I was geeked out because you know I'm a, like a technology yeah. nerd, so it was really uh-huh. it was really cool for me. I love hearing. Yeah, I think if it becomes normal, then well, you know, that's kind of it, you know. Yeah. Everything, yeah. It's all those robots you know, yeah. taking over the world. It's going to be more <laughs> more normal. That's it. I love hearing your story. To me, it's super. To me, it's inspiring. You know, like. If, you're learning, you're working in the industry, you're working your butt off and you, you're able to grow and, and progress and, and be a part of an organization and then rise up an organization and be able to contribute even more. And to me, you know, and we love that. We love the good news side of things, you know, so like the, the yes. inspiring stories. I wonder if you had with all the years you've been in, in the restaurant industry, if you had an inspiring story, it's either yours or, or you heard one that you wanted to share. Sure. Yeah, you know, the first one that came to mind, um, you know, she's not technically in the restaurant sector, but she definitely has supported us for years. Um, and that's Debbie Kinzel. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. You know, know the Debbie. executive director and CEO. Yeah. You know, she's been with RIFMA since the inception. Um, one of the first members, you know, grew through the organization side by side with Tracy, you know, and really making it what it is today. And then, you know, through some challenging years, you know, we had a transition period recently, you know, she was a rock for the staff and for its members, you know, just kind of holding it together. And, you know, even in her current role as a leader, you know, she's positioning the organization to grow for years to come. So I think, you know, she's a success story that, you know, kind of is RIFMA. So, you know, I think that came to mind first. I think she eats and breathes Rifma. I mean, she is so committed. She's such a neat person. She's compassionate. She's tough as nails when she needs to be. Yes, (laughs) and completely selfless, you know, a selfless leader um, that puts the organization first and foremost. And she's just fun. She is, yes. The (laughs) whole staff is, you know, but the leader sets it up for success, you know. You know, it's interesting. Like, I love to hear that. And I think it, it does. You set a culture from the from leadership down. And yes, I know you guys had some change in leadership over the last couple of years, and I'm glad to see Debbie where she's at because I think she's yes. a perfect you know person in that spot. And there is there's definitely there's kind of an energy or kind of a buzz right now with Rifma, and it just seems mm-hmm. like with all the people I'm talking to, everyone's so excited. Excited, decided yes. to be there. Excited to be at this show. You know, every year it's mm-hmm. like that, but this year it seems to be elevated for some reason. I don't know. It's, yes. it's pretty cool. I think so too. You know, it's kind of like back to back to what it was with Tracy, but you know, 2.0 because now we're where we are, you know, um, and we've gone through some challenging years. So it's kind of like, okay, we can breathe now and this is good. And everybody's back to the family and everybody's able to travel and, you know, it encourages more people to come. I think, you know, just that vibe. So we've actually hit record numbers this year. So that's, that's amazing. Yes. That is awesome. 
Yeah. It's been exciting. Yeah, COVID took the wind out of a lot of things. Yeah. It's exciting for me. I mean, we're on a, both Jim and I are on committees there. And uh-huh. it's just cool to be able to see that kind of excitement. And, you know, I get to hear the numbers that are coming through the door. And I'm like, man, this is going to be good. Yes. It, it just encourages everybody because everybody wants everybody else to succeed, you yeah. know, and you want to see everybody succeed. So just getting to see everybody, even annually, is just encouraging. It's like the world's biggest family. That's exactly yes. what it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's really what encouraged me to to get on the board and just really figure out like what's making this tick? You know, yeah. how do we make this culture the way it is? And it's just I, I don't even know how to explain it other than it's magic. You know, it just is what it is. Uh strategies. There's a good one. You know, we always say strategy is from collegiate education, execution is from self-taught. And there's a there's everything in between and being able to execute. You know, what strategies would you say has really would help restaurateurs? What what is the strategic plan going forward? What does that look like? Yeah, no, you know, I can speak for myself and my success, and I think that that can help others. But you know, I encourage everybody to to have their own path to success. But you know, with me, the base is definitely Rifma. You know, I mean, you can hear from my story and. And from how I started, you know, the base was starting there and encouraging education throughout. You know, they had so many opportunities, spending time with counterparts, you know, all these amazing leaders at your fingertips in the industry. And, you know, there's really nowhere else in the industry that really has such an open exchange of ideas and such amazing camaraderie, you know, and it just like we keep saying, it encourages success. So you know, having that, I mean, it's like the big brother mentor over here, you know, and then you have your actual mentors and counterparts. So it's just yeah. this whole ball of energy pushing you forward. Yeah, I think with Rhythma, of course, it's so diverse and all of the groups, everybody that's is so diverse. And all of that diversity has actually got a lot of common goals. Yes. And I think it's really driving success that way for all of us. Everybody that's participated in Rhythma, I think, yeah. has had unique changes, opportunities. I mean, it's really been limitless. No, you hit it on the head. You know, everybody has their own story of how they joined. And I love that because, you know, it's, you were doing this or you were doing that, or, you know, I was on site doing this. It's always something different. And I love all the different stories because everybody's is a success story because look where you are, you know? So it's really incredible to meet new people and see how they, came to join and came yeah. to be in the, in the department, in the industry. All right. Well, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a break. We're going to thank your sponsors and uh, we'll be right back with more from Bevan. And we're talking about Rivma and, and leadership and we'll see you guys in a second. Did you know that CGP maintenance and construction services, Inc. are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember, call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they're a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. 
Call them today, 858-454-7326, or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Sean Black. We are here with our good friend, Bevan McPherson, and of course, Jim Robinson's joining me. Oh, hey guys. Hello. Howdy. Struggle with my dang voice. <laughs> it's like I've been smoking a pack of cigarettes. It, it, it makes you sound tough, Sean. It makes you sound just like I know. Sam Elliott almost. Yeah, I got, there you I go. I lowered my voice for that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Super cool. Oh man. Well, we, you know, welcome back to the show. We, you know, we have been talking very much about the restaurant industry, you know, as part of the service industry and and a lot about the success of being in the restaurant industry, what it looks like to work with great leaders. Obviously, we've been talking a tremendous amount about RIFMA and the contributions that they make to this service industry. And and I'm excited because it's, well, first of all, we're almost to conference, national conference. We're almost yes. there. We'll talk about, yeah, I know, I'm there. excited about that. <laughs> and, you know, at these events, there's so much opportunity for education and networking and it makes me feel like there's, I feel like there's definitely an advantage to be in the restaurant industry. And, and, but from your perspective, you know, what kind of advantages do you feel like restaurant industry leaders have when they're looking to advance their careers and learn new skills? No, great point. You know, there is a lot of opportunities now, you know, and I, I feel like when I came into the industry, you know, there was, there was plenty then as well, but I think it just keeps growing. You know, RIFMA offers anything from the CRFP certification, education sessions during the conference, yes, a <laughs> leadership program, you know, they have the facilitator. It has so many knowledgeable articles that you actually can use day to day, whether it's today or tomorrow, you know, I just keep them stored just in case. You know, but I think they just continue to strive to bring more options to continue the opportunities for its members. And RIFMA is filled with members and staff that want to succeed, like we keep talking about, you know. So I think they just keep pushing those opportunities and know that as we grow, they need to grow and continue to bring those different opportunities for us. Yeah. I feel like being a part specifically as an organization, but also just in the restaurant industry, it feels like everyone is cool, which is helping you. Yes. Like they have no problem. Yes. You need help? I mean, you need to learn something new? Cool. Let yes. me teach you. Nobody no. is holding information. Nobody doesn't want to share, you know, and that's what I've found the biggest help. You can give anybody a call. You know, you meet everybody at the conference. If you just open up and open that door, they will help you and they'll give you their number, they will. you know, and yeah. they'll say, Hey, I've had that, you know, or I've experienced that or wait, I haven't, but I know a guy that has, or, you know, and it's always somebody helping someone else. You know, it's never somebody shutting the door. I've never experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so true. Like I got Debbie on the hot, the bat phone almost. I can yes. just call her. <laughs> exactly. You can get a hold of her whenever you want. She's super yes. just a special person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vendors as well, you know, it's not just they keep their information tight either. Yeah. They're an open book as mm -hmm. well. You know, they don't try to, you know, hey, I need to charge you for some advice. It's, it's always an open door. Everybody yeah. wants to share the information. Yeah. Being on the service side, I mean, it's uh, one, we can connect to peers 
mm-hmm. like-minded, driving the same result with the common interest of serving the end user, the guy writing the checks, the person writing the checks. Mm-hmm. And it's great. In the conferences even, I mean, we've ultimately picked up software. We've picked up different products, different services to you know accentuate what we already offer. And it's it's just tremendous. So yes. other service providers, we all connect well. It's not an us and them. It's really no. a unity. It's a bigger family. It's a bigger picture. And I think everybody unified in saying we're here to serve the end user. Ultimately, it's the person buying the fries, the burger, the pizza. Exactly, yes. And that's the person we are meeting to make sure we take care of those people. And I think it's just tremendous. I, I think there's mm-hmm. a tremendous opportunity there. Agreed. On the strategies, you know, being being this level for you, Bevan, is what does the strategies now look like going forward? How does RIFMA stay super relevant in the space of, you know, out of the 10 or 15 conferences yearly? How does RIFMA, what does that strategy look like? So RIFMA stays much like we're talking about. How, how do they stay so current? Yeah, stay relevant. No, I think they listen to their members. You know, I think we've pointed out, you know, in all the different committees and peer-to-peer, peer-to-partner calls, all of those opportunities, you know, they offer an opportunity for great education, events, and through those, (laughs) the topics bubble up, right? So things come up and then we see that execution. They actually have a new committee, um, Technology Trends Committee, Mm. and that was spearheaded by the RIFA members. And I think that that's going to trend some new opportunities as well. Mm. So many great communities. I just don't have enough time. Yes. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I know. It's like you have to like, okay, so I'm going to do this this year, yeah. and, you know, or give a couple of years to that and invest in that. And then, you know, maybe go to a new one. But, you know, speaking of that, you know, new members joining, there's every opportunity to join a committee or, you know, join the board and bring new ideas. That's what we're always looking for is new ideas. You know, I mean, we continue to talk about technology and things like that. And all of these youngsters, as I want to call them, are coming <laughs> up or people that are just new to the industry and just have a different idea or a different yeah. outlook. You know, you know, we look at the same thing every day and we're like, how do we solve this problem? And new ideas help everybody in every industry. So true. I love that. I love that Rhythm is really invested into listening to Mm -hmm. the members. I think it's super important. I think it's a great strategy for being relevant. I think it's a great way to make an impact on the, on the industry itself. But in your opinion, how do you feel like we can make an impact on the, on the restaurant industry as a whole or, or individual? Sure. No, I think with RIFMA, um, you know, the best thing to do is offer a professional forum where they can exchange ideas, encourage progress Mm -hmm. and improvement, you know, and they do that in several different ways. Listening is in those forums. They're listening, right? They're listening to those ideas, whether it be the roundtables, the committees, et cetera. But one of the things that could be overlooked right now is just education and the debt, um, you know, and years of going to school. And, you know, to be honest, it, it is important, but RIFMA has opportunities as well with education that are valuable and extremely affordable. Brilliant. That's a great yeah, way to do it. This is good stuff. I know we got to start wrapping up here in a second, but <laughs> I got to ask you to share with us right now. Yes. How do how do folks get into Riff and what does that look like? This conference, give us all the juice on this thing. How are people coming into this deal? Definitely. No, I'd love to. So, 
RIFMA 2023, the annual conference is actually at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in San Antonio. It's being held March 21st through the 23rd. We're excited to welcome record-breaking numbers of restaurant facility attendees to San Antonio, including our exhibit hall featuring 340 exhibitors. Wow. 40 are new first-time exhibitors. Our exhibit hall is actually sold out. Um, But there's still time for restaurant facility professionals to register to join in San Antonio. We currently have 500 restaurant attendees, record-breaking again. And to learn more or to register, you can go to RIFMAannualconference.com. Awesome. Any of these restaurateurs listening to this podcast, call RIFMA, email them, do something, figure out how to get past your little fear as to why you may or may not want to go, but be there. Yes. It's an outstanding event. Please join us. Become part of the family. I think you're missing out if you miss this event. San Antonio is a very special place. Be there. Rifma is the place to be or you're square and you're out. <laughs> be there. Let's go. For sure, bring your boots, man. <laughs> bring right. your boots. Yes, dancing That's boots. Right. For your dancing boots. <laughs> We're going to have some line dancing. We're going to have to do some line dancing one of those nights. There we go. will. We're definitely planning some line dancing while we're down. I think it might be two-step. It's Texas. But hey, there you we don't go. whatever it takes, we'll be doing that. Well, Bevan, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it's so cool to have you on. So cool to hear your journey. And we always love to learn uh, uh, about what successful people are doing and, 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 you know, and the strategies that are behind that. And obviously the just the leadership lessons they've learned along the way. Just impressive. We love yeah, sharing that type of so information. Much. And Jim Robinson, thank you, buddy, for joining me, man. I, every week is just an awesome opportunity to learn new things. So thank you. I love being here. This was a great topic. Very special. Rifma is a big special place in my heart. We've been involved for years. And uh, special guest today, Bevan. Great having you today. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks for being in the podcast. Thank you, Sean, for hosting. Man, my pleasure. Thank you so much. For everyone who is listening on your favorite podcast platform, hey, don't forget to hit subscribe. And uh, leave us a comment. We, we always love reading those, and we get great feedback. Just like Riff, my listens to their, the the you know the, the attendees and all the members. We listen to you guys too. So leave us more information there. And then, of course, if you're watching on uh, your uh, video platform, that's probably YouTube. Hit a uh, the like button on there, and then that little bell notification, that little ding, smash that thing, and you'll get notifications every time we get new content out. All right, you guys, thank you so much everyone at Service Evolution. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.